Hello. Hello. I'm Justin. And I'm Allison. And this is episode 13 of Robots on Typewriters. Yeah, and this is the first episode in 13, well, one of the first, where I'm not sitting in my closet. Nice. I just moved house, and I now have an actual office space, and I'm very excited about it. <laughs> nice. I hope our uh, the new location comes through in our audio quality, but it I'm guessing it'll just kind of sound like the same. Okay, we maybe. <laughs> we are robots on typewriters. We like to highlight some of the best computer-generated and computer-assisted comedy from around the internet and then make some of our own. So in the first segment, well, that's the zesty hat in which we find something that caught our eye this week in terms of normally AI-driven comedy, but sometimes just funny stuff that's computer-related. And then in our trashy toy in the second segment, we make something of our own using the same kind of tools that we find all over the web. So I'm going to kick to I know that last week I did a zesty hat and we've kind of been all over the place in terms of ordering. But as as I mentioned previously, I was moving this week and did not have time to prep a whole game. So I am just coming in with the zesty hat again. And, and as always, we're going to end up giving Janelle Shane a shout out because she tweeted something that I uh, that I saw this week. Um at a certain point, we just have to call this like Shane Cast or something. I know. <laughs> We're going to have to. The Zesty yeah. Janelle. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> she tweeted a link to the blog of a guy named Dave Lawrence, and he um, he makes a, a blog called aardvarkzeitham.blogspot.com, where he posts uh, stuff that he used in Neural Net to write, much in the, much in the style of AI weirdness. And she uh, shared something that he did this week, which was he fed a neural network the names of 16,000 sound effects that were published for public use by the BBC recently. And, or maybe not recently, but <laughs> so he trained a neural network on the titles of these sound effects and came up with some really fantastic ones that I wanted to share because it was really fun to see somebody else do something in the same way that Janelle does, just kind of like using a neural network to generate some fun, funky content. For so sure. uh, let me read a couple of these. So some of the, looking at the list of, um, of actual sound effects. Some of them are, are pretty, pretty. They're 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 pretty specific, which kind of explains why some of the neural net ones turned out the way that they did. There's like tropical forest, West Africa at night. A drilling and milling machine operates with occasional pauses. Uh, shutter click and manual wind of a 35 millimeter SLR camera. So like they're they're hyper specific, which right. definitely led to some. Really fantastic. And you said there's like uh, 15,000 of them? 16,000, yeah. It's a list wow. of 60, which is actually great. <laughs> like, I might dip into that sometime. That is an incredibly for... <laughs> robust data set. I yeah. am impressed just by that sheer number. Exactly. So, some of the, some some really good ones are 34 men, and then in parentheses, weight, 6 kilograms. <laughs> 34 really light men. <laughs> approach of piglets three people Cute. in a cave <laughs> it's my new sitcom coming to cbs this fall spain car crash small arms fire whoa that's like the in <laughs> like the top of a script for a movie <laughs> lustable ringing <laughs> it's a good word gotta make it into the next dictionary 
Street fighting recorded on air growl telephone. <laughs> I hope there was a whole segment of these sound effects that it was like recorded on different media, like <laughs> duck quacking recorded on a wax cylinder. <laughs> Sheep exterior. Please don't give me the sound effect for the interior of a sheep. I'm all good. It's all foley art. You make the interior of a sheep sound by <laughs> just slapping a rubber glove against the exterior of a sheep. Goose step battle. <laughs> <laughs> that one's really good. <laughs> I like the phrase step battle in there to make it sound like it's oh, a dance. Oh, shit. Fight. It's a goose step battle. <laughs> Back <laughs> up. <laughs> give the boy some room. But he he um he actually uh, posted a second list of them today because he said that there were too too many to not make a second list. Um, monks running, <laughs> pigeons room. That's a little clams geesey. It is. Oh man, there was a really good one. Oh, this one's amazing. This is all one cocktail party. Atmosphere and engine room with trainers. Shunting horn, changes points, grinding nine women. <laughs> wow, that is highly specific, and <laughs> grinding nine women at the end is pretty suggesting. 5.6 millimeter late. Ooh, I thought that said ladle, but it says lady spelled with an IE at the end. 5.6 millimeter lady on one man bus. 100 oh. women screaming. That's a lot. <laughs> this is kind of eerie. Man approaches and passing slowly. <laughs> <laughs> like you just hear him like in conversation and it like fades in and out slowly. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So these are really good and um he's he's made a couple of other posts on this blog that are that are really amusing. So it's definitely another one to keep an eye on if you like the kind of stuff that uh, that AI weirdness makes. Um, yeah, he's he's very good. So it's it's Dave Lawrence, and his uh, his his blog is aardvarkzeitham.blogspot.com, and that is aardvark, A-A-R-D-V-A-R-K, Zeitham, Z-Y-T-H-U-M, .blogspot.com. So that is that is that. And thanks again to, <laughs> thanks uh, to <laughs> Shane for She's like a font of, stuff. if not like us, wanting to talk about her direct contributions to the field of like knowing who else is making cool stuff. I know there's like, honestly more often than not when it's my job to, to get the zesty hat, it is usually something that I found because Janelle Shane tweeted it or retweeted it or whatnot. She just is really good at sharing that kind of thing and making it, you know, giving them props. So, well, I think that uh, Dave Lawrence sounds like a great, follow for anyone who likes our kind of stuff or ai weirdness stuff i will definitely be keeping an eye on him myself that sounds like i'm gonna be like following him that's not what i meant <laughs> i will definitely be, be well i will list. be following him but on twitter not in like a, a creepy way <laughs> all right well that was a good way of segueing out of that one <laughs> next up for the trashy toy i have something i'm really excited about this week and that is, oh, I need a snappy name for it. Uh, Pokemon Alpha Go. That's a really in the weeds, not really. That's a somewhat in the weeds joke. Alpha Go the is the program Google used to like win uh, the game Go, like the chess-like game uh, that they okay. solved <laughs> using AI. I mean, they didn't solve okay. it, but they are the top ranked <laughs> player in the world. 
but this isn't about Go at all. It's about Pokemon, and it's not really about Pokemon Go. It's just about Pokemon Pokemon. Pokemon Pokemon is my favorite Pokemon. Exactly. This week for the Trashy Toy, you and I will be having a Pokemon battle of words, (laughs) kind of. What I'm going to do, I've already fed TextGen RNN a list of all Pokemon. There's like 750 of them at this point. So pretty good data set. I gave it all of the Pokemon's names and types. So what it can output for me is name and type. And I fed a Botnik keyboard all 750 Pokemon's Pokedex descriptions. In every game, every Pokemon has like a little description. Uh, It's normally like one or two sentences kind of telling you about what kind of what kind of creature they are. So all those uh, sentences, all that prose has been put into a botnet keyboard. So what we will do is we will ask the neural network for a selection of Pokemon. We will each pick one. We will use the botnet keyboard to describe the Pokemon we just picked. And then we'll talk about which of them would win in a battle. We'll do three rounds of this. So on TextGen RNN, you can tailor your outputs by temperature. That's kind of the statistical noise that goes into the output. So we'll start with a a relatively low temperature selection of Pokemon. Then we'll go to medium. And then we'll go to the real weirdos, the temperature 1.0, full noise build (laughs) Pokemon. So Temperature 1.0 is the best. (laughs) Yeah, these sometimes are just unreadable. So I will give you a list. I generated 10 Pokemon at temperature 0.2. It's relatively low noise, and we will each pick one. Uh, It has the type in parentheses. And if you're not uh, well-versed in Pokemon, as I know you personally are not, (laughs) the type, it's just kind of like each Pokemon's kind of like based around, I guess you would say like a classical element almost, like a earth, wind, fire, or an earth, wind, and fire song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're all built around like some kind of like theme, I guess. So there's like water, fire, grass, fighting, psychic. Uh, different types have like obvious advantages over different other types. Like water is normally strong against fire, etc. But yeah, this has Pokemon name and a type. Occasionally, a Pokemon will have two types, but I think at temperature. Point two, none of them do. Do you see a Pokemon that you would like to to use? I'm between two. Shall I tell you which or should I choose? You can choose. I have one that I I have one in mind and one alternate. I think the one I okay. have in mind you're not gonna pick, but my okay, alternate probably. I think you might. Okay. You know, I, I, I wanna I actually wanna talk this out because they're pretty similar. Um I'm between grass which is a grass type Pokemon mm-hmm. and grass trick. I knew you would want grass and grass trick. So my alternate <laughs> yeah. was grass trick in case you didn't okay. want either. But my first choice was actually Salamen. Okay, I was looking at that one too, but I didn't really, it didn't call me. I think I'm going to go with grass trick because it's a little bit more to work with than grass. So grass, the grass Pokemon is really good. All right, grass trick, a grass tri- type Pokemon. <laughs> Very nice. I took Salamen, a grass type Pokemon. And I think just looking at temperature point two is telling me a bit about Pokemon that they might have like too much too many grass types right now. Mm. That like half of these ones <laughs> we're looking at have grass or gra even right in the name. Half of them are grass type. <laughs> I've already confirmed that once you turn the temperature oh, up, man. that doesn't happen anymore, but 
it seems like the neural net's saying that you know yeah. <laughs> the the definitive Pokemon is a grass type, a grass type, and its name is pretty much just grass. I'm I'm definitely sold on Grass Trick, but I also just noticed Grand Eater, and I really like that. That's really cute. There's two <laughs> Grand Eaters, but I like the one that's spelled G R A N D E E D E R. <laughs> oh, there's actually three: the very top, the very bottom, and oh. the one you like. So A one is ground, one is grass type, two are grass type, and one is poison type of the Grand Eaters. <laughs> Grand Eaters. Is that like close to the name of a real Pokemon? No, nah, I think it's just getting the GRA from grass. I mean, I know a lot of Pokemon, but I yeah. I don't know all 750. There might be one called like, you know, Grandiose or something. Grandiose. <laughs> all right. Are we writing? Yeah. Okay. All right. I've got a description for Salaman. I'll go ahead and read mine. Energy from its tail burns intensely and can be seen from ports by the sea. <laughs> wow, that's beautiful. So I guess my Pokemon's like a little a little lighthouse. Okay, I got mine. So this is the description of Grass Tick. Grass, grass Trick. By curling its leafy nose, it leaves impossible emotions in the night. Hmm, okay. So they both seem to operate at night, I would say. <laughs> okay, perfect. I guess we know when we're having this battle. So you you send leaves from your nose? Like so, it, he so Grastrick he curls his leafy nose. He's got okay. this big, long, leafy nose. Okay, and yeah. when he curls it, that's when you know that you're gonna have some bad feelings that night. Okay, so like you think he causes like nightmares? Yeah, nightmares and just like you know, sad times when you're laying in bed. Yeah, like that that anxiety you feel like before bed. Exactly. Ah, is this exactly. the Pokemon that like when you're lying in bed like? Like rethinking all like the mistakes you made, like this is what's causing it. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, like that. You do, you don't you don't think about it at the time, but when you wake up in the morning, you're like, oh man, I did see Grass Trick earlier today, and he did curl his nose. That's the trick in Grass Trick. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Can so you read yours your... causes like bad feelings. Mine. Yeah. I'll read it again. Energy yeah. from its tail burns intensely and can be seen from ports by the sea. That honestly just sounds lovely. Like, what is he doing to hurt me? Is, he like a, is it I like mean, a kind of like siren call thing? Like, it's like he, I mean, I guess that's one way he, he could, it could happen. He like, you know, you see it, you see a shining port in the night and you're looking for shelter and then you, you, you arrive and it turns out it's just a big salmon. Well, I think it's, it's a little deceptive too, where. You're thinking of animals that light up like that, like a, a firefly, where it's mm. just like a, a little chemical reaction going on, yeah, and it's yeah. like it's gone before you, it, you even notice. I don't think that's like that for Salaman. I think he has like, you know, a, basically a combustion engine strapped to his okay. ass, and it's just burning <laughs> okay. intensely. Like it's a full-on bonfire back there, even okay. though he's grass type. <laughs> So. Wait, he he's a grass type? Yeah, yeah, he's grass type. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yours makes a little more sense with his leafy nose. <laughs> you know, mine might be uh, a, a fire risk and a health risk to himself, come to think. Yeah, I know. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> it's like, how does he control that? I don't know if he can control it. I think... Uh, oh, man. 
I think the bad feelings that are being caused by grass trick might even make that worse too. Like, (laughs) I think the tail probably burns like uh, it's like emotionally reactive too. So if you get them all mad, it's like burning even more intensely. Oh God. Yeah, Salomon sounds like a risk to himself and everyone. Yeah, which I would... is good. So, what are, are we trying to? You know, like, are we trying to beat each other in a battle here, or is it just like a who's like, which do we like better? Like, I mean, I think the the core of Pokemon is making your Pokemon battle each other. So, I right. think we're we're battling here, and I think okay. I think you might have me. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Don't go to sleep tonight. Grass trick will make you feel bad. All right, I'll send you a list of 10 Pokemon from the temperature 0.5 bracket. Hmm. And a lot of grass types again. Yeah. Yeah, I need to find something that's not grass type. I see one that I like. (laughs) I think I I I do too. (laughs) Yeah, we're probably looking at the same Um, one. Probably, but I have a backup. All right, I'll pick first because I think we might be looking at the same one. Yeah. I'm going to take Carnal. Yup. Carnal is poison fairy type. All right. Well, then I'm going to take Bardreed, who's a fighting uh, <laughs> a fighting Pokemon. It's spelled B-A-R-D-R-E-D-E. But is I it think Bard it's Reed or is it Bard Ready? I, you know, I think it depends on what part of the country you come from. But um, <laughs> Yeah, that's true. It's so so both. He's bard ready to read. He, he's behind those like uh, computer games you play as a child. Oh, okay. He yeah. he invented them. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Um, it's weird that right. he's fighting type. That's a little disconcerting. <laughs> he's aggressive. He's a big guy. All right. So you you want to write some descriptions here? Yeah. All right. Okay. I've got mine. You want me to go first, or you want to give me? Yeah, I'm still working it? on mine. All right. So. The description of Bard Reed or Bard Ready, and actually I think that duplicity might be explained in this description. Its two heads appear to communicate delicious berries and music havoc. Music havoc, wow. Music havoc, absolute cacophony. Are you thinking like industrial music? <laughs> yeah. All right, I've got one. All right. So here's a description of Carnal. Okay. Drool from its mouth smells like medicine ingredients, but it can knock out numerous foes. <laughs> okay, so he has drool. He he like he drools Nyquil. <laughs> yeah, you smell it, and you're like, yeah, I could go for some of that, or like you know, it's, <laughs> it kind of smells like one of them like children's bubblegum scented medicines. Like not amazing, but I'm I'm feeling kind of sick. I should probably take some. Then it just knocks you out. Okay. And tell me what's going on with berries with a bard ready, bard read again. <laughs> so he's got two heads. I think probably one of them is bard read and one of them is bard ready. All right. I, w- I was wondering if it was that or if one was bard and the other was read. <laughs> that too. Um, one of them is your dad <laughs> and the other is ready for anything. <laughs> Bad combo. <laughs> But um, so so Bard Reed, I'm going to guess, is the head that communicates uh, music havoc. So just some really dissonant, clangy bullshit. And Bard Ready, <laughs> when, I, I feel like Bard Ready is the one who is like, he's got the orange slices to, to kind <laughs> of pick everybody up after the big fight. And so he kind of expulses... Uh, 
some delicious berries out of his mouth and has them ready for sustenance after after it's all said and done. Yeah, it makes sense. So you're saying like Bard Reed lures you in and Bard Ready kills you with industrial music? Um, I think that Bard Bard Re- uh, Bard Reed with the with the music, he just kind of comes at you with it. That's that's their attack. That's his attack. Yeah. But then after when when so may- maybe maybe projecting all of that really heavy music is very tiring and kind of like spends all of Bard Reed's energy right away. And so as soon as he does his big music havoc attack, Bard Reddy is coming in with the berries and, and kind of replenishes his energy supply. Okay, I get it. So it's like a kind of a self-sustaining kind of Pokemon, yeah, like a self-healer. Yeah. yeah, so if you want to take him down, you, got, you one strategy might be to take out Bard Reddy first so that Bard Reed doesn't have a way to pick himself back up. Yeah, but I mean, if you are trying to go after Bard Reddy, you're going to have to just like endure the music havoc the whole time. You will literally yeah. have to face the music to to pull that plan <laughs> off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. I think this is actually a, an area, though, where Carnal could take some advantage because, mm. I mean, he knows that Carnal knows Bard Reed slash Bard Reddy is you know, it's fighting type. He's always trying to be aggressive. He's going to hit you with that music havoc right away before really thinking about his plan because Bard Reed knows that Bard Reddy is going to, you know, revive him, is going to give yeah. back that energy. But Carnal can just produce some of that medicine-smelling drool, maybe drool on those <laughs> berries a little bit. And, I mean, it wouldn't look out of place if I was presented with delicious berries uh drooling <laughs> might be might be a natural response true bard reads just so tired and like ah, i need those berries no matter what um and they smell like medicine you know maybe they'll be yeah. even more potent maybe they'll get my energy yeah. back even faster but then just the opposite boom knockout <laughs> yeah and keep in mind carnal is not just fairy type that's like you know your guard might be down this little fairy comes flying up to you and uh, has deliciously medicine-scented drool, <laughs> but it's also poison type. So, mm. you know, that's going to be some, some potent knockout juice. Yeah, because we're, I think Bard Reed is all, like, brute force. So that I, I, he probably doesn't doesn't do well with um, poison damage. That takes that just takes him down. Yeah, I wonder what... Because also, it's not like the berries are going to... They're no antidote. They're just sustenance. So right, yeah, there's no I way mean, to pick himself back up from that. He yeah, he might be full, but he'll be like knocked out. So yeah, <laughs> doesn't do you much yeah. good, huh? I think Colonel might have me here. All right, nice. That's one one as we head into the temperature one round. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. All right. There is all kinds of capitalization and funky stuff going on here. This is going to be good. Okay. Is that one just bug? <laughs> yeah, there's <laughs> just no name, just bug. <laughs> Nameless bug type Pokemon. I like the one that's rig type <laughs> or garter type or the one with three types, which isn't even a thing. Oh, man. I think I might go with him. And I think that there's a lot of reasons and you can see why. Yeah, I I figured, oh, yeah, I see exactly what you're liking here. There's a lot oh, of good God. stuff for you. There's a lot of good stuff. I'm going to grab him. So mine is 
Chotobi, which is a good name. I really thought it was going to be pronounced Chotobi. <laughs> Chotobi. I like. I feel like Chotobi sounds like a Pokemon. You are absolutely correct. <laughs> Chotobi is pretty good though. <laughs> so he is a bug slash electric slash ghost type Pokemon. And if you know me at all, you know I'm a big fan of those spooky mofos. I love me a little ghost. And so a bug ghost is maybe the cutest thing I could possibly imagine. Um, How about an electric bug ghost? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Doesn't really it's like a move poltergeist. the needle. <laughs> poltergeist who like fucks with your lamps and stuff. I was more just thinking like the the spirit of like a lightning bug. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. But like an actual lightning bug, like yeah. a lightning lightning bug. <laughs> Nice, nice. All right. I one's really standing out to me here, and okay. that's Gunfegnacoli Darkragum. <laughs> so you're not your new D and D character. It's really worthy of a D and D character that that name Gunfegnacoli. That might be writing like, that one down. That's like an over the top like, uh, like a Futurama mobster name or something. <laughs> And Darkragum is like a, a fantastic fantasy name. Darkragum spelled D-A-R-K-R-A-G-A-A-M. Really so yeah, good. Yeah, is bug type as well, but he is not electric or ghost type. He's just straight up bug. I want to I wanna point out a runner up here that I think is just like, a, it's, it's probably the only one on this list that's like genuinely could be a Pokemon and that's Electreal. Which I think yeah. is just a good name, E L E C T R I L L E, and that's a dark slash dragon type Pokemon. That sounds that's a really so. edgy Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really thought the one you thought could be real was Flanad Mega Aswat, the Garter type <laughs> Pokemon. <laughs> Garter. I'm really surprised none of us went with the nameless bug type. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm really pleased with mine. All right, I've got mine as well. All right, you want to go first? Sure. Uh, this is for Gunfegnacoli Darkragum, the bug. <laughs> Colonies of its dead prey compose its <gasps> nest, and its body is made of intimidation. Oh my god, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty dark. Um, all right, so mine is uh, so Chotobi, the bug electric ghost Pokemon. With a telepathic aroma, it guides crews of prey wherever it flies and captures radio waves within its wings. Wow. I know. I tried to kind of like encompass all of the elements of like. Yeah, I'm definitely bug, getting bug ghost. and electric. I guess the telepathic is the ghost. That's what I was thinking. I don't yeah. know. Also, it's a ghost. <laughs> it all makes sense to me, yeah. <laughs> wow. Telepathic aromas is something I've never thought about before. Me neither. Like, there's people always talk about, like, you know, hallucinating sounds or sights, but you never really hear of, like, you know, a ghost making people smell things that aren't really there. Yeah. What kind of telepathic aromas are you thinking here that it's using to lure oh, its prey? Yeah, well, I, I was kind of thinking more of it. It's like it, it, like, you know, as it flies around, it kind of, like, releases these different scents. It's probably something similar to, like, Amortentia in Harry Potter, like the love oh, potion that these are smells real like something you desire. that are, like, neurotoxins. That's what I was thinking, yeah. And so then that, that scent kind of, like, you know, gets into your mind a little bit and it controls you in some way. And so as soon as it's gotcha, 
it kind of guides you where it wants you to go. Man, I like that temperature was kind of like a loose, uh, a loose description of like power level or something. Like as the yeah. names got wilder, these descriptions got way more <laughs> yeah. intense. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't really know the purpose of capturing radio waves in its wings. It's probably just some kind of like, I mean, like, I don't think radio waves are particularly harmful. Like, I don't I'm think thinking it. it could use them as like psychic warfare, like harassing mm. people by like capturing some radio waves of like, I don't know, some Russian talk show and then like flying to America and releasing the radio waves. And oh, suddenly everyone's or... like listening to the radio and they hear like some foreign language. Oh, or like a numbers station. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm thinking it like captures the radio waves now, but then like later lets them back out. Okay. All right. Or like you'll suddenly hear like a radio broadcast of like Ed Sullivan interviewing the Beatles and you'll be like, wait, how is this possible? (laughs) They don't record anything that goes on the radio. It's all (laughs) deleted immediately. What's going on? (laughs) Exactly. Or it'll just capture War of the Worlds and play that all the time. (laughs) Okay, so wait, tell me about um oh god, I'm I'm not even gonna try. Uh, Gunfeg Nicoli Darkragum. Yeah, so um yeah, so tell me about his nest. Yeah, well, when Gunfeg Nicoli Darkragums are born, like any creature, they live with their parents because they haven't, you know, made it out on their own. But a Gunfeg Nicoli Darkragum is an adult and can move into its own nest once it's collected enough dead prey. Gross. Yeah, so uh, colonies, which is an interesting way to describe a collection of corpses, uh, colonies of its dead prey comprise its nest. But like, this is a bug, right? So I'm figuring like, it doesn't have the biggest prey in the world, or maybe it's True. just like taken down. I don't know. Like a tick can take down a deer, I guess. True. Maybe just a a bunch of assorted different species that it's taken down, and I mean. It's a bug, but it's got gun in its name. So, like, I'm thinking instead of biting people to, like, you know, poison them or get them sick or whatever, it's just, like, shooting venom at them. Like, literally shooting with a gun. So, yeah, it it shoots its venom at people uh, or, you know, different creatures, different Pokemon, and just kind of collects the corpses and eventually uses its dead prey to construct a colony that it calls its nest. Then it can move out of its parents' nest, which is probably really starting to smell at this point. It has that nest for its dead prey, and yeah, also its body is made of intimidation. That's all, yeah, so uh, why don't you break that one down for me? Like, it's it, just like when you see it, you tremble kind of thing, like... Oh, uh, yeah, like every body part is fearsome, so like, Ugh. it's got like the, the gunfegnicoli part, so it's got like... <laughs> guns like it's it's got guns in each hand i mean guns basically uh to steal a line from 21 pilots guns for hands um it's also like clearly strapped like it's got other guns like in its like belt and like on its back and you're like how would it even operate those guns like are they just for show because it already has guns as hands every time you say gun Nicoli, it gets better well yeah you so the gun Nicoli, the gun part is all over the place like the gun part is uh you know comprising this body that is made of intimidation but the the fegnicoli the 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 full gun fegnicoli intimidation factor is that he's also dressed like a you know an early 20th century mobster (laughs) like an al capone (laughs) so like the parts of his body that aren't just like 
exoskeletal uh, gun shapes. Uh, it's like pinstriped and like looks like a an ill-fitting oh, suit. I love him. Uh, he's got you know the the fedora on his head, rakishly tilted, uh, which is these days intimidating for other reasons. But he he looks more like Al Capone than maybe a modern uh, follower <laughs> of the same fashion. Yeah, just dressed to the nines like a, a Godfather style gangster. But then also yeah. dark ragum. So like, <laughs> I I guess he has some like you know blood red eyes and like. So he's also just like a level ten cleric. Yeah, exactly. He's he's got it all going on here. Um, he it he's like bordering on sounding nerdy as hell between like the stuff he's uh, trying to look like <laughs> and how he actually looks. But it, trust me, his body is made of intimidation, not like faux bravado. Like he's got like a big dark mouth full of teeth. He's like, hey, don't call me Dark Ragam. My name's Fegnicoli. I'm no fucking nerd. <laughs> Gun Fegnicoli, and you better spell it right. Or you're gonna see my guns for hands. <laughs> you're gonna see why they call me Gun Fegnicoli and not Steve <laughs> Fegnicoli. <laughs> Steve the Gun Fegnicoli. <laughs> dark Ragam. <laughs> dark Dark Ragam. It's my father's name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only half Fegnicoli. I can never be a made man. <laughs> oh man, we've got two really good bugs here. <laughs> How is this going to go down between them? Honestly, I think Gunfeg Nicoli is going to win regardless. He's <laughs> he's got a lot going on there. When it comes down to Cho Toby versus Gunfeg Nicoli, I know who I'm more uh, intimidated by. <laughs> yeah, Cho Toby doesn't want no trouble. He's he's going to back out of this one. Gunfeg Nicoli, even if there is no trouble to be had, does want some trouble. <laughs> Oh man, so I guess that's on our Pokemon, that's two to one for you, so I'm proud to have, uh, I don't even remember, oh, what was it, Grass Trick, I'm I'm proud of that little boy, but. I'm really satisfied to be the Pokemon master when it comes to, (laughs) when it comes to neural net generated Pokemon with botnik generated descriptions. (laughs) These these were really something, I think there's still a lot to explore with, uh, with these Pokemon and these descriptions i would say definitely we need some fan art of these uh whether it's listeners or whether it's me intimidating my sister into making us some fan art that's gonna happen oh yes and yeah i think this is a game we might well play again with uh other pokemon fans yeah i think it would definitely be fun to play with someone who actually knows pokemon who is not me yeah Um, i i definitely uh didn't reveal my my in-depth knowledge of Pokemon here, but I think if I played this against another Pokemon <laughs> fan, it would be like a, yeah. a completely different kind of conversation. Uh, for sure, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think this is that's the beauty of this one, where you yeah. can, you know, you can kind of play it with anyone. Anyone can be yeah. a Pokemon master. Yeah, I was kind of nervous that I was like not going to be good at this at all, but it was it was pretty easy to grasp, and I feel like I got the hang of it. So yeah. It was a very good game. Thank you very much for uh, putting that together. And thank you to the various tools that we used. Um, we, we know who made... Yeah, we, we've, we've talked about TextGen at RNN before. Yeah, MiniMaxIR um, on GitHub, yeah. a.k.a. MaxWolf. That's actually a pretty good Pokemon name, too. But that's... True. MaxWolf. Yeah, it's not just a, a normal wolf or let alone a minimum wolf. Maximum wolf. 
So, of course, thanks to Max Wolf for making TextGen RNN and for making it publicly available, open source, for anyone to go out there and use. You can, as always, go find that over on GitHub. If you can run a Python shell on your computer, you can run TextGen RNN. Thank you, of course, as well to Botnik for making yeah. their keyboards uh, accessible to all as well. If you liked the Botnik keyboard we used... Um, there will be a link for it in the episode description, but also you can go out and make your own Botnik keyboards over on Botnik.org. If you didn't really know what we were doing to make those descriptions on Botnik.org, you can use uh, Markov chain keyboards, the same sort of thing that your phone uses to auto-suggest the next word to type, but you can give it any kind of corpus as its starting point. And you can go ahead and make your little custom keyboards like we did with Pokemon descriptions. And I guess, of course, thank you to to Nintendo and Game Freak for making Pokemon. <laughs> because that's where all the background data for all this came from. True. So we actually made really good time with this episode because it is just starting to rain. And my new office has skylights and rain oh, is very snap. loud, as I discovered yesterday. Um, so I am going to rush through the, the rest of our little credits here. So we, you can, if you want to email us, you can email us at robots at batcamp.org. You can find us on Twitter at Robot Typewriter. And we're on Facebook as Robots on Typewriters. We live on a website called Batcamp, which is batcamp.org. We have one podcast up there right now and hopefully some other cool stuff to come and you can find Batcamp at Batcamp site across Facebook Twitter and Instagram and our theme song is Video Challenge by Anamanaguchi and as one little sign off I will read for you nine great Pokemon these are just I typed <laughs> on TextGen RNN there's a feature called Generate Samples uh, a function called Generate Samples I should say which just gives you three Pokemon or three samples from your neural net at temperature 0.2, three samples at temperature 0.5, and three samples at temperature 1.0. So here are our final nine Pokemon to send us home. We have Grandiados, a grass type, Grandi, a grass type, and Swalwill, a grass type at temperature 0.2. At temperature 0.5, we have Water, a fighting type, <laughs> Darakon, a normal type, and Goncadra, a poison fairy type. Finally, <laughs> at temperature 1.0, we have Smealero Flack. Oh, let me try that one again. Smealero <laughs> Flafecki Mega Dragon. That's a fighting slash ice type. Chitchayat, a gore type. <laughs> and Kraupio Skadash, a water slash dale slash ground type. <laughs> I like chit chat. <laughs> yeah, and I like that it's gore G O R type. <laughs> yeah, so you ought to go out there if you have text gen RNN or the capabilities for it. Uh, throw some Pokemon names in there, and you'll be delighted by what comes out. And we will definitely play this again sometime soon. Uh, what's his name? Gun. Gunfegnicoli. Gun. We will gunfegnicoli you next, Darkram. Let me see if I can remember his name without looking it up. Max, I'm going to say more, but I'm going to look it oh, up. See, I was thinking it I like for some reason I was remembering his name being like sounding like Meyer Wolfshine. Max 
It's definitely he Max like something. A... Max yeah. Wolfsheim? I, I doubt like he it. He had some kind of like wolfy name. Max Wolf. Oh, okay. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. <laughs>